Hello and welcome to episode 726 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this afternoon. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Monday, November 27th, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with the Monday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain holy perseverance by the great saint and doctor of the church, Alphonsus Liguri. O Queen of Heaven, I, who was once a miserable slave of Lucifer, now dedicate myself to thee, to be thy servant forever. I offer myself to honor thee and serve thee during my whole life. Do thou accept me and refuse me not, as I should deserve. O my mother, in thee have I placed all my hopes. From thee do I expect every grace. I bless and thank God, who in his mercy has given me this confidence in thee, which I consider a pledge of my salvation. Alas, miserable wretch that I am, I have hitherto fallen because I have not had recourse to thee. I now hope that through the merits of Jesus Christ and thy prayers I have obtained pardon. But I may again lose divine grace. The danger is not past. My enemies do not sleep. How many new temptations have I still to conquer? Ah, my most sweet lady, protect me and permit me not again to become their slave. Help me at all times. I know that thou wilt help me and that with thy help I shall conquer if I recommend myself to thee. But this is what I fear. I fear that in time of danger I may neglect to call upon thee and thus be lost. I ask thee then for this grace. Obtain that in the assaults of hell I may always have recourse to thee, saying, Mary, help me. My mother, permit me not to lose my God. Today, friends, we are going to check out an article from the Fatima Center located at Fatima.org entitled, A Blessed Feast of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal. Happy Feast Day. A blessed feast of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal to you. And a note is given here that says the right of blessing and imposing the Miraculous Medal in English can be found linked here and a hyperlink is given. The article begins by saying, On November 17, 1830, the Blessed Virgin appeared to St. Catherine Labouret and her Daughters of Charity Convent in Paris, asking that a medal be cast according to the pattern which Our Lady displayed, and promising that all who wear this medal will receive great graces. The famous and dramatic story of the conversion of Alphonse Radisbon in 1842 is a forceful example of how Our Lady keeps her promises. He was a Jew whose older brother Theodore, while Alphonse was still a child, had converted to the Catholic faith and had become a priest. Alphonse grew up hating the church for the rift that it had thus occasioned in his family. But when he was 28 years old and traveling in Rome, he accepted a dare from one of his companions, who was a zealous Catholic, to wear a miraculous medal around his neck and pray the memorare. The Blessed Virgin appeared to Alphonse and without speaking a single word made him understand his situation his sins, and the beauty of the Catholic faith. His conversion was as swift as those which Our Lady had worked in Mexico through her image of Guadalupe. Alphonse immediately knew the faith and wanted baptism. Alphonse became a Catholic priest himself and founded a religious order devoted to the conversion of the Jews. O Mary, conceive without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. And the following is The Miraculous Medal by Father Joseph I. Dervin, that's D-I-R-V-I-N. In 1830, the Blessed Mother appeared three times at the Mother House of the Sisters of Charity, 
of St. Vincent de Paul on the Rue de Bac in Paris. She manifested herself to the humble postulant sister, now Saint, Catherine Laboray. Here's how the saint described the encounter when the medal of the Immaculate Conception was revealed. Her feet rested on a white globe. I saw three rings on each of her fingers, graduated in size, the largest one near the base of the finger, one of medium size in the middle, the smallest one at the tip set with gems of proportionate size. Some larger and others smaller. The larger gems emitted greater rays and the smaller gems, smaller rays that streamed upon the white globe at her feet. I could not express what I saw, the beauty and the brilliance of the dazzling rays, an oval frame formed around the Blessed Virgin. Within it was written in letters of gold, O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. At this instant, the tableau seemed to turn, and I beheld the reverse of the medal, a large M surmounted by a bar and a cross. Beneath the M were the hearts of Jesus and Mary, the one crowned with thorns, the other pierced by a sword. Twelve stars encircled the whole. Then a voice said to me, have a medal struck after this model. All those who wear it will receive great graces. They should wear it around the neck. Graces will abound for those who wear it with confidence. The front of the medal represents Mary most holy standing on the earth, her foot crushing the head of the serpent and her hands outstretched in a gesture of motherly compassion to all who ask her assistance. The prayer reflects her title as the Immaculate Conception, defined infallibly 24 years later on December 8, 1854, by Venerable Pope Pius IX in his encyclical Ineffabilis Deus. The rays of light from her hands symbolize the graces she is eager to bestow on those who wear her medal and pray to her. Within two years, having been given the approval of the Archbishop of Paris, the first medals were made and distributed in France. Immediately, blessings began to shower down on those who wore it, and it quickly became known as the Miraculous Medal. In just a few years, millions were being distributed. No sacramental of the church had made such an impact on the church since the rosary had routed the Albigensians and the Turks. It works miracles, literally, and seems to specialize in the impossible, the conversion of the hardened sinner, the care of the hopelessly ill. With the exception of the Holy Cross, no other Christian symbol was ever so widely multiplied or was ever the instrument of so many marvelous results. Grace is given to those who ask for them. Our Lady said to St. Catherine, Come to the foot of the altar. Their graces will be shed upon all great and little who ask for them. Graces will be especially shed upon those who ask for them. Some of the graces that St. Catherine suggested that people should ask of God included the grace of a cheerful disposition, the grace to recognize and accept the trials of everyday life as blessings from God, to be contented with one's state in life, to understand and appreciate the holy sacrifice of the Mass, and especially to love God as much as Our Lady wants me to. Let's ask for those graces right now, friends. Lord, we ask through the intercession of St. Catherine and especially the Immaculate Conception, Our Lady, we humbly ask right now for the grace of a cheerful disposition, 
the grace to recognize and accept the trials of everyday life as blessings from God, to be contented with our state in life. We ask for the grace to understand and appreciate the holy sacrifice of the Mass. And Lord, we especially ask to love you as much as Our Lady wants us to. To continue, St. Catherine Labre, intimate with the Mother of God. St. Catherine Labre, who stated that she saw Mary in flesh and bone and had the privilege of kneeling at her knee and resting her hands in Our Lady's lap, a favor not granted to any other seer, was born during the ringing of the Angelus on May 2, 1806. Her earthly mother died when she was only nine years old. She was witnessed to have embraced a statue of the mother of God and saying, now you will be my mother and fostered a lifelong desire to see Our Lady. It was the constant petition of her prayers and she was serenely confident it would be realized. St. Vincent de Paul visited her in a dream when she was 18 and on January 22, 1830, at the age of 23, she entered the order he had established. St. Catherine considered the apparitions in proper perspective, not as a personal favor to herself, though in a sense they were, but rather as a general boon to mankind. She only considered herself as an instrument, and she made her confessor promise to keep her identity secret, a secret kept even from her fellow religious for 40 years. St. Catherine also had the gift of prophecy, and one of her prophecies yet to be realized concerns a great triumph of Our Lady, quote, Oh, how wonderful it will be to hear Mary is queen of the universe. It will be a time of peace, joy, and good fortune that will last long. She will be carried as a banner, and she will make a tour of the world, end quote. The simple and powerful Heaven-sent prayer of the miraculous medal is usually said three times together. O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal, pray for us. Let us conclude, friends by once again mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo-soma.org. That's halo-soma.org. For more information pertaining to RPM, Rapid Prompting Method, and also tune in to episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Rapid Prompting Method has been a fill-in-the-blank lifesaver, game changer, whatever you want to say for non-speakers or those who have difficulty speaking and their families. Before my niece was eight years old, we didn't even know her favorite color. Now, thanks to God's grace working through RPM, her hard work and that of her family, we know that she can compose music. She's a gifted poet, very skilled in regards to mathematics and even knows foreign languages. How many people like her are out there. The good Lord only knows. This is as big a breakthrough as 
sign language was for the deaf in terms of their being able to communicate or braille was for the blind in terms of their being able to read. This is truly wonderful. An awesome thing that has been worked in the lives of so many people, but there are so many who are still in silence, still in a prison of silence. And what RPM does is it unlocks that gate and gets them out of the prison of silence and into the world of open communication where they rightfully belong because communication is a human right. So please spread the word far and wide pertaining to that website and those episodes of Our Lady's podcast and may God richly bless you for it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Please tune in again next time. Goodbye and God love you.